What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another E3 spectacular episode of Dad Needs to Talk podcast. I'm your host, Robert, and today we're pretty much going to cover the wrap up of the final day of E3 with all the Nintendo news. So let's get right into it. Welcome back to the show, y'all. Like I said, I'm your host, Robert, and we're pretty much going to cover the final bit of news that came out of the last day of E3. So just a little bit of housekeeping just right up top. If you've missed any of the previous press conferences like Bethesda slash Microsoft, Ubisoft, and the Summer Game Fest kickoff event, all those episodes are in the podcast feed, so go check those out if you're interested in hearing any of those conferences. And as always, if you're a returning listener, welcome back. And if you're new, welcome to the show. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow, whatever you need to do so that you'll get notified whenever I release new updates and content. So, Let's just pretty much jump right into it. So, of course, we got to start with the finale of the Nintendo Direct today, which was they showed a brand new trailer for Breath of the Wild 2. And they pretty much gave it a tentative release date of 2022. But the way it seems, it seems like that game, if it does come out next year, might be like at the end of next year. Because the way they were talking, it seems like, you know, the game is still in development. And obviously, they wasn't confident enough to give it a solid release date. So, yeah, don't be surprised, like I said, if this is end of 2022 or, heck, maybe even slips into maybe early 2023. But, yeah, the, the game looks cool. Like I said, it opened up with freaking Link falling from the sky. And after the trailer, they revealed that in pretty much in this game, there's going to be some levels and stuff that take place in the clouds. So I guess kind of like Skyward Sword-esque, which kind of makes sense because when they were promoting the Skyward Sword HD collection a few months back, they were talking about how, you know, there were some connections and ties and all that stuff with some some DNA that led to Breath of the Wild. So, but anywho, yeah, the trailer looked really cool, really awesome. The music was so good. And so, yeah, it, go check it out. Like I said, the new trailer for Breath of the Wild 2. Um, speaking of st- sticking on the Zelda news stuff real quick. So they also revealed a new little gaming watch device that's going to have a few games on that's going to have the original Legend of Zelda, uh, Zelda 2, as well as Link's Awakening. All three of them on there, as well as, you know, of course, like with the with the usual Game & Watches, they also function as a clock slash timer as well. So, pretty neat. That's going to be coming out later this year. I might get it. I got the Mario one, though. I still have it in the packaging <laughs> in my entertainment system. So, I might buy it just more for like a collector's item and maybe not even open it. So, but yeah, so that, that was a couple of cool things that they shot off for that. And let's see, moving right along, they also announced the next character for Super Smash Brothers, which is Kazuya from Tekken. So 
Never been much of a Tekken player myself, but, you know, still pretty cool. It's just always pretty hype anytime they do these character reveals, regardless if you are interested in the character or not. So, yeah, Tekken character coming into uh, Smash Brothers later this year. Next up, big surprise announcement. So, they started off by saying, like, hey, Metro Prime 4 is still in development. We don't have anything new to show today, but we have a new Metro project to announce and what they announced was a new side-scrolling 2D Metroid game called Metroid Dread that will be coming out October 8th, 2021. Now, from what I found out, and, and I remember hearing this name over the years, like Metroid, Metroid Dread is a name that has been floating around the internet for, I think, like over 15 years. So from my understanding, I think that it was like a game that was rumored to have been in in development a long time ago, but never came to fruition. Well, here we are, freaking all these years later, they're coming out with a new 2D Metro game. So that's freaking awesome. And like I said, that's coming out October 8th, 2021 to the Nintendo Switch. So be on the lookout for that. So let's see. Next up for all you Mario Party fans, they announced Mario Party Superstars, which it looks like it's going to be like a compilation of a hundred mini games from some of the past games in the series. So that's going to be coming out to Switch on October 29th, 2021. So that's pretty cool. Something new to look forward to there. They also announced a new WarriorWare game called WarriorWare Get It Together. And... The name sounds freaking awesome, especially when, since they announced that it's also going to have co-op as well. So, and that's coming out September 10th, 2021. So that trailer looks wacky and fun, like all the WarriorWare stuff usually does. So that's pretty cool. Next up, they announced that they are doing a remake of Advanced Wars 1 and 2 called Advanced Wars Reboot Camp. And that's going to be coming out December 3rd, 2021. Now, I've never played any of the Advanced Wars games, but I've always heard cool stuff for it about the series. And I know fans have been clamoring for a new Advanced Wars game for many, many, many years. Well, they're remaking the original two games, and it looks really good. So, you got that to look out for later this year. They showed pretty much the same trailer again for the Mario Plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope new game. Still no date, just listed for 2022. They announced that they are bringing the Life is Strange True Colors as well as the Life is Strange Remastered Collection, which has Life is Strange 1 and Before the Storm. So all three of those games will be coming out later this year to the Nintendo Switch. And... They also announced that they're also going to be bringing the uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy game that was announced yesterday. Wait, no, today's Tuesday. Shoot, Sunday <laughs> at the Square Enix conference. So that's going to be launching on the same day as all the other platforms. So that's October 26, 2021. Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, oh, actually, looking at it right now, there's a slight correction. That's going to be the cloud version. So... For those that aren't aware, Nintendo has done this before to where they like certain bigger games, like I think I think Resident Evil 7, maybe one of the previous Assassin's Creed games and some other stuff, 
they release like streaming only versions of these games just because they can't really run natively on the system. So that makes sense because when, when this game showed up in the direct earlier, a lot of people was like, whoa, okay, how are they going to get that to run on the Switch? Well, here's the answer. They're doing the uh, cloud streaming version. So, womp womp. Uh, I will personally be getting out of my PS5. <laughs> but, uh, and let's see, they, they did another update for Mario Golf Super Rush. Just a reminder that that's coming out I believe that's what next week june 25th so new mario golf game around the corner and they announced that they are porting uh fatal frame maiden of black water that's coming to the to the nintendo switch i don't think they didn't give a date for that so that's coming at some point in the future they're porting over dragon ball z kakarot on september 24th they're doing a super monkey ball banana mania <laughs> collection which is basically just a collection of like 12 mini games from previous games in the series. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I, I've enjoyed that the few times I played like a Super Monkey Ball game in the past. So hey, more Monkey Ball. They finally gave a release date for Shin Megami Tensei 5. So, so yeah, so yeah, Shin Megami Tensei 5 got a release date of November 12th, 2021. So that's coming out later this year. Uh, let's see another trailer for Monster Hunter Stories 2 Wings of Ruin coming to the Switch July 9th. So that's about a little less than a month away. They're doing a Danganronpa collection called Danganronpa Decadence collection, which is going to have one, two, three, and S. So basically four Danganronpa games, you can either get them all in one package together or they will be selling them individually. They didn't give a set date on that, but it will be coming later this year. They're also going to be porting over the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 Plus 2 collection. That's coming to Switch next week on June 25th. Let's see, anything else? Eh, nothing too much. You know, just dance and that's pretty much it. So, yeah, that's pretty much a wrap for Nintendo's news. So, like I said, obviously, like some of like the bigger ones, I believe for a lot of people were obviously getting a new look at Breath of the Wild 2 and that new Metroid Dread game. So, yeah, a lot, lots of uh, cool stuff on the horizon. And majority, like I said, majority of the stuff that I talked about is stuff that's coming out later this year for the most part. So that's really cool to kind of to kind of have a good roadmap for the remainder of the year. And so I feel like between Nintendo and Microsoft, we pretty much have a good roadmap for, hey, from now to the end of 2021, we know it's going to be on the Switch and coming to Xbox. So that's pretty cool. And so... Yeah, pretty much like I said, like that. That's pretty much a wrap for the last day of E3. Uh, I guess overall, it was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. You know, obviously, you know, I missed Sony and PlayStation not being having their own conference and stuff. But hopefully, within the next month or so, they'll do like their own like state of play or other uh, stream or something soon. But you know, just, just to kind of give, you know, the PlayStation fans their roadmap and stuff. But overall, yeah, it was a pretty solid showcase. Like I said, like some of like the biggest things I believe over these 
you know, kind of last few days were obviously everybody finally getting, finally getting to see Elden Ring last week and it's coming out in January. Finally getting a confirmation date for Starfield and that it's going to be Xbox slash PC exclusive. You know, today, of course, like I said, like we're getting to see Zelda and the new 2D Metroid. And there was a whole host of a bunch of indie titles that really caught my attention. And I've talked about some of those over the last few days across the other podcasts. So for some of the specifics, you can go and listen to some of those. But yeah, just make sure to go check those out. There was one I think I've seen since the last one of these I recorded. There's one called Falling I think it's Falling Aces and I guess to kind of like paint a picture for you kind of picture like the old school original Doom slash Wolfenstein games but done in a 2021 game engine with game graphics and it's kind of said you kind of playing as like a spy that's like going through these different levels hand to hand combat fighting people as well as using guns and stuff and the voiceover sounds freaking awesome. So the main villain of the game is actually being voiced by a guy that does like a lot of really good voice work on like Twitter slash TikTok, I believe. I don't I can't remember what his name is, but I started seeing his videos a lot over like the last several months or whatever. And so when I heard when I was watching the trailer and I was hearing the the voice speaking, I was like, that voice sounds so familiar. And then when I got on Twitter earlier, I saw the guy post a video talking about, like, hey, remember how you guys always said I have a, I would have a good voice to play a villain? Well, hey, I'm playing the villain in Falling Aces. So that's pretty cool. You know, just, you know, somebody that's showcasing just their, sometimes just like their natural gifts and then getting recognized for that and then getting to a chance to showcase that stuff on a bigger scale. So, yeah. But yeah, but overall, like I said, this was a solid E3 conference uh, or E3 overall. Like I said, I, I feel like Nintendo probably was the strongest from top to bottom. Or, or I guess maybe, maybe actually yeah, Nintendo because they had like definite dates as far as like, hey, boom, boom, boom. This is all stuff like majority of this stuff is coming out soon. Whereas while I did enjoy Microsoft and they were really strong as well. But, you know, they had a they and and. And admittedly, they did give a good roadmap for what's coming up for the rest of the year. But, you know, of course, they did also have, you know, a lot of question marks and stuff. But I guess that makes sense because they did go way longer than Nintendo because Nintendo's conference was like 40 minutes, whereas Microsoft slash Bethesda was like 90 minutes. So, you know, so but overall, yeah, those two were probably the strongest. Uh, Capcom's was trash. <laughs> I watched that yesterday. Waste of time. The Gearbox stream was trash. Um, let me see. Square Enix was decent, and and then the uh, the Summer Game Fest kickoff thing that was end of like a week ago or whatever. That was pretty solid too, especially because we got Elden Ring out of it. So, but yeah. But overall, like I said, pretty solid showcase. I know on Thursday actually Microsoft is going to be doing another kind of like follow up stream that's going to be hosted by Paris Lilly who is on Gamertag Radio Podcast as well as he does stuff for Kinda Funny and so just a little quick side tangent Paris and I'm pretty sure I mentioned this before but Paris is the guy 
that I had reached out to for advice before I started podcasting. And he gave me just some good advice to kind of give me that final push to get to where I am now. So, of course, I feel very, it's very awesome and inspiring seeing somebody that I look up to getting the opportunity to host something like a Xbox event in the coming days. So, yeah, so definitely check that out. Be on the lookout for that. And, uh, oh, speaking of Xbox, they showed off like a like a multiplayer kind of breakdown thing the other day or yesterday and i've never been much of a halo person but that looked really good especially a lot of the like character customization and stuff like how detailed you can customize all the different pieces and stuff of of your spartan and stuff so but anyway i'm gonna stop rambling like i said e3 has been pretty solid and looking forward to seeing like what sony might pull off in the coming months but yeah overall like i said good show and we have a lot of games to look forward to regardless of what platform you're playing on it's a great time to be a gamer alright and that's pretty much going to be a wrap for this 2021 E3 Spectacular like I said thank you for tuning in and listening if you're a new follower or new listener welcome I hope you'll stick along for the journey so everybody out there make sure you follow subscribe like share leave a review anything you can do to help me out to help us grow and reach greater heights will be greatly appreciated you can find me all my stuff is pretty much at dad needs to talk and that's on twitter website dad needs to talk.com on instagram all that fun stuff so yeah so follow me and yeah um lots of good stuff coming up like I said, I guess just for in the know, for anybody that's new, aside from gaming stuff, I cover manga, anime, TV series, movies, and everything in between, as well as fatherhood. So, yeah, if any of that sounds interesting to you, stick around and join the journey. So, hope you guys have an awesome week. I'm off to play some more video games, and y'all be easy, and I'll catch you all in the next one. Bye. Peace.